Welcome to the Cheyenne Vineyard Podcast, bringing you a message of hope for your everyday world. If you'd like to contact us, contact us at info at CheyenneVineyard.com. You can also find out more information about the Cheyenne Vineyard Church at CheyenneVineyard.com. Thank you and enjoy today's podcast. The debris to get removed that the river of God could start flowing like never before. God, right now in the name of Jesus, I ask that you would go. The blood of Jesus would come and cover each one of us, God, right now. And God, that we would walk out of this place so different than with the way we came in. God, that you would come and you would bring transformation over each person here, God. God, we just praise you and we thank you for what you're going to do, God. We thank you for the outpouring of your Holy Spirit, God, that is going to go over the earth. In Jesus' name, we just thank you. We give you the praise. We give you the honor, God. We give you the honor for that, God. Come, God, and light a fire in each one of us, God. God, it just takes a little flame because it can come and get ignited. So come and do that in each of us this morning, God. Draw us closer, God, to make us, just like that song was saying, God, that we would become one with you. And we just ask this all in the mighty name of Jesus. The heart of Mary of Bethany. who sat at Jesus' feet and listened. That has been the message of the people at IHOP for decades. And they're getting back to that more than they have for a while. That has been where my heart has been for a few months. Just trying to quiet myself and Still my brain and just gaze on Jesus. Not a real eloquent speaker, but there's a few things I want to share about this idea. Francis Chan was there and he's a man that leads lots and lots and lots of people and he speaks and travels and writes and everything. And he was telling about one time not so long ago, Mike Bickle had just taught on the Mary of Bethany anointing on your heart to gaze at Jesus, to sit at his feet, to listen to him. And a lot of people would call that foolish. You're wasting your time. You're not teaching anything right now. You're not winning souls right now. You're just pouring out your love on Jesus. And people at that time saw that as waste. And people do now. It's not waste. So Mike just got done... Mike just got done teaching about this, how important that is. Because that is Jesus' first commandment. To love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And Francis was supposed to speak next. And he said something like, I'm not worthy to speak right now. And he tore his shirt and he fell down and he wept. 
he had been busy traveling and speaking and writing and he was so far away from that first love, devotion to Jesus. It's like, you don't want to hear anything that comes out of my mouth right now. I'm a sinner. <laughs> I've lost my, my first love. And he said, isn't that amazing that we disqualify ourselves if we're in some worldly sin, if we're stealing money out of the offering, or if we're doing something immoral. But when we've lost our first love, when we're not obeying that first commandment, the most important commandment that Jesus said, we don't think of that as disqualifying. That's not okay. So here we are in a hall with 20,000 people worshiping. We did this song many times, over and over and over. We did this song for a half hour at a time. You'd think that'd be wonderful, a lot of power, and it was, but at the same time, there's so much commotion going on. People these days cannot sit for two hours. So every minute, somebody is climbing over us to get out and get back in get out and get back in and there's people around us talking and they're on their phones and I can't believe it it's such wonderful worship but if you'll just you know look past that you can worship that's such a picture of now and today and where we all live there is this commotion around us and that's life but we can gaze past it we can And it's not length of time, it's fullness of heart. If I turn my heart fully towards him for a minute, he's captured, he's captivated. It doesn't need to be an hour. So there's a verse, Psalm 62. That some of them were talking about stillness, the discipline of being quiet before the Lord. This is the passion. Psalm 62, 1, I stand silently to listen for the one I love, waiting as long as it takes for the Lord to rescue me, for God alone has become my Savior. I am standing in absolute stillness, silent before the one I love, waiting as long as it takes for him to rescue me. Only God is my Savior and he will not fail me. For he alone is my safe place. His wraparound presence always protects me as my champion defender. There's no risk of failure with God. So I was sitting in my chair when I was practicing stillness and I was trying to see how long I could go. And I was trying to picture God on His throne and Jesus on His throne beside Him and how glorious that was. And instantly I'm remembering the throne we made out of cardboard and paint and had it stapled on the wall for the kids to imagine what heaven was really like. 
I'm remembering the kids and the animals and the flowers and all this. I'm like, oh, I've got to reel it in. Look at my phone. Two minutes had gone by. Okay, God, I think I made it for a minute. Okay, I'm coming back. I close my eyes and I'm gazing on the beauty of Jesus. Jay walks through the living room and says something to me. Four minutes had gone by. It's a struggle. But how precious it is each moment that we fully turn towards Him. That's when He's doing a deep work in us that we don't even know how to ask for. Somebody was talking about when we look at self, people who are self-focused, self-absorbed, self-everything are so miserable. And those that are gazing on Jesus kind of automatically see what needs to be done around here and love and serve those around them. This isn't a chore at all if this is real strong. But if I'm worried about me, he was talking about selfies of today. He's asking us to try to imagine a world before mirrors were invented, let alone cell phones. Jay was talking about family. When the Chinese leaders came, they were so thankful they got to come here and worship and join the people of IHOP. They were so thankful for that. They don't have freedom there. At one point, different ones of them were sharing some of the struggles they'd been through. They've all been in jail multiple times. They've been tortured. One woman had her business taken away and her home taken away and everything she owned, poof, gone because she worships Jesus. And she was telling how somebody took her in, somebody else paid her bills, somebody took a day off work to come and just sit with her because she's grieving. And different ones had stories like that. And as they're telling their stories, this happened in September, and they're retelling it while we're there. As they're, as they're telling how they came to each other's rescue, just like naturally, Diane Bickle, Mike's wife, started wailing with this cry from deep down inside. We have to have that kind of love. We have to have that kind of love. We can't go on without that love. We don't love like that in America. We don't share. A little bit. Not like they do. Their lives depend on one another. And and they gladly go back to prison again. Rather than disown their Lord. So since September, pretty much the whole of IHOP has been crying out for that love. It was awesome to be there. If I may, I'd like to address something that I said. That we see this time alone with God. 
as a waste, pouring our love out for Jesus. I want you to think just a minute. How are children conceived? It's in a moment, just a moment of intimacy. We cannot bear fruit to our husband, the Lord Jesus Christ, unless we're intimate with him. And that's what it's all about. Everything else is dead religion. So if we don't have that intimacy with Jesus, there's no fruitfulness in our life. So that's the practical application of it. But the temptation is to seek the intimacy for the fruit rather than to seek the intimacy because we love the Lord. The Lord gave me a picture of a storm. This gigantic, black, dark storm. And we're above it. And as we get closer to Him, draw closer to Him, become Him, become He and I, He and us, become one. Shafts of light start penetrating this storm and start breaking it apart. That's our job. Get one with him. That's good. Write that down and send me an email, will you? Serious. Hmm. So I will try to share some things that I felt I wanted to bring back. Um, <clears throat> Joy's touched on uh, a few of those things. Where did she go? <laughs> I love her so much. Ah. So I know that there were people who went to the One Thing Conference and, and didn't receive very much and weren't imparted the, <laughs> the things that we were imparted. Uh, and that's... I mean, a part of that has has to do with how a person positions their heart uh, in in any any given meeting, any any given situation, right? <laughs> but Joy and I have we we have supported IHOP um, monthly for probably 15 years. And we have placed ourselves um, under Mike as a spiritual father uh, for that time. And there's, there's a spiritual dynamic that happens uh, when when a person does that, uh, so uh, you know, as 
as the IHOP family because that's really what what it was about this time. This this was the leaders of IHOP imparting everything uh, that they had received over the last few months uh, to their larger family and and also their extended family. And since since we have. through the positioning of our hearts made ourselves part of that extended family we we received everything that that the lord was imparting uh to the family and uh <clears throat> that family dynamic was was a huge thing uh and it was It was kind of amazing and, and beautiful how they didn't try to teach it. They just did it and modeled it in front of everybody. Uh, there there was one meeting where, where Lou Engel uh, repented before the world uh, for having a, a personal issue with pornography that that he has battled against and fought against for a number of years and I mean it's not like he has made it a lifestyle it, it, it probably has happened a handful of times over, over a period of years, because uh, because when he repented, I mean that you you could have thought that, but since Mike has been a spiritual father to to Lou, Mike felt the personal need to clarify because he didn't want people who watched this on the internet, you know, blow it into something that it definitely was not in, in his life. Uh, but there, there was a, a lot of repentance that went on. Um, spiritual fathers uh, repenting for for not having truly stepped into that uh, role, uh, and sons repenting uh, for not having been sons but having remained as orphans uh, and I tell you it was there was powerful stuff uh, happening and I, I believe the IHOP family is, is in a totally different place now than, than they even were uh, a few weeks ago uh, and you know that that leads me to uh, to repent to to all of you uh, for for not having fully stepped into my role as as a spiritual father and and I do that I repent.
Uh, you know, uh, having lost my real father at a very young age, uh, it's... Uh, <laughs> I became a natural father. I was afraid. <laughs> so I didn't know how to be a father. Because I hadn't had a model. I, I really... And as years went on, uh, and I started to hear about spiritual fathers and sons, I, I realized that I didn't even know really how to be a son, since I didn't have a father. But uh, I know the Lord wants me to step more fully into that calling and anointing and and so uh, I, I commit to all of you to do that uh, and I ask for your forgiveness for not having fully stepped into that So will you forgive me? Thank you. <sighs> I really didn't know I was going to do that. <clears throat> but I felt like I needed to. So... One of the men who was leading the conference with with Mike, and it it was uh, it was an interesting thing to watch the dynamic. Uh, this guy named named uh, David Damien, who uh, I I have observed people. Um, operate at at different levels of of being an apostle, uh, but this guy, um, he's he's about the most humble guy that I have ever seen, uh, and he's probably the first true apostle to the nations who I've ever gotten the opportunity to observe in, in person over, over a period of a few days 
And uh, those of you who've read Larise Howell's book, uh, he he has been through that process. And uh, as as he was approaching the the end of that process of of full and absolute surrender. Uh, to to the Lord with with nothing uh, held back. Uh, the Lord talked to him about his his own body, his own life, his, his own being. You know, because the, the Lord was living in inside him by the Holy Spirit. But he, the Lord asked him, so uh, am, am I a renter or, or do I own this place? Because, uh, you know, I am the world's greatest architect. But if I'm living someplace and I'm just renting, I, I can't really show anybody my expertise because I kind of have to leave it alone because that, that's the way ownership works but if if you will allow me to own this place your life uh, then I can show the world what I can do and you know at, at the end of that process he, he said the, the Lord actually had him sign over the deed to, to his life uh, but what the Lord has been able to accomplish in, in that fully surrendered signed over life uh, is is astounding because uh, he, he for years he's, he's been working with the church in China because the church in China has some some very unique and, and odd dynamics because of the level of persecution that, that they have lived under for so long. And, and he got together the, the leaders, many of the leaders of the different home church movements. And, I mean, all these people had probably a minimum of 10 million people under them. Uh, and, and the Lord brought them all together as as family, where previously they they had been very suspicious of one another, uh, wondering if if even they were saved or if they were a cult, or uh, but. One thing that David Damien said about 2019 is that this year, 
uh, and, and what happened at IHOP in September and what happened at one thing uh, is, is a part of this. That the Lord is, is answering Jesus' prayer from John 17. And, and it wasn't to bring us into unity. It was make them one. As you and I, Father, are one. That the Lord is going to show the principalities and powers <laughs> what this looks like in 2019 for His people across the earth to be one. <laughs> uh, so if, if, if you, like me, have wondered about the greater works, well, that's absolutely one of them. Uh, but uh, David Damien also uh, he he spoke about the unique uh, I guess I would call it authority or position that IHOP has uh, not just in the church in America or the church in the West but in, in the church in, in the earth that because of their faithfulness to what they have been called to do and they're in their 20th year now uh, Joy and I went to a, a conference in 99 and we Mike Bickle was the, the main speaker and they had just started in September and we saw him in October and so he was so excited because they'd been praying into this for like 15 years before they even launched and so it's been going now for, for 20 years but David said because of that uh, the Lord has made them a, a womb for his kingdom on the earth. So that things can be birthed on the earth for his kingdom. And, and that is what was going on. And uh, I, I had felt like we were supposed to go, but things were were getting kind of hectic, and I was getting tired, and I just I wasn't sure I hadn't registered us yet. So uh, I think what day were we leaving? We were leaving Friday, so Thursday morning. I decided, okay, I better just register. And so I, I got online, I, I registered, and within one or two minutes, we lost internet. 
and and there was no internet. CenturyLink was out for like what was it, two or three days? Two days. There there was no internet. Uh, and so I, I had gotten registered, and the registration had sent me my email back, so I could print off our tickets, but I couldn't open the email because there was no internet. It was sitting there in my inbox, but <laughs> I couldn't do anything with it. Uh, <clears throat> so at that point, I, I thought, I think we are supposed to go. Uh, just the unique dynamics of, of how that all worked out. Uh, so... Um, Let's see, Mike. Mike also, uh, as Terry Bennett talked about the the shaking, the sifting that is coming to the church uh, for many years, prob- probably 20 years. I've I've heard Mike Bickle talk about how difficult times are are coming. Well, for the first time ever. Because I've always thought, you know, like they they were close, <laughs> and he would talk like they're still like 20 years away. For the first time, he said they're here. <laughs> uh, I, I've been talking about this for a long time that these times are coming. Well, they're here. Uh, Kim sent some of us. Uh, uh, a thing, and I, I think you did too, from Chuck Pierce, uh, about what he was seeing for the next two years. And it was interesting how it, it was more uh, of an allegory from him uh, about the difficulty. But uh, it seems like all the main prophetic voices are, are seeing this difficulty. That's that's just, I, I mean, we're we're just right there. Uh, and, and the one message that Mike gave was was about our heart's response to 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 difficulty, and and I, I probably will be sharing that one with us uh, in in the next couple of weeks. But I I think um, that's most of uh, what I wanted to share. Uh, but that uh, that thing that Joy shared about Diane Bickle uh, just crying out and, and groaning for the Lord to release His love to to the church in America that the church in China has has had for some time out of necessity. Uh, and you know that this is the bottom line of and, and and I've been talking a little bit about this uh, over the last few months how we we don't need to love like God but we need to love with his love there's big difference because one is us trying and the other one is letting him uh and so we we need to learn to let him love through us, and 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 this is 
This is the best way to explain that, based on David Damien's sharing of, of many things. Uh, because he he said that, I mean, the Lord's called him to so many nations. And, and it had gotten to the point with him where he, he said, Lord, I... I don't, I, I, I don't know if I can love another nation or open up my heart to another nation. And, and he, he would share about how the Lord would, would always expand his heart enough to, to love another nation. Um, but what that looks like is, uh, you know, if, if I, I love you, and, and if, if we are family, and, and I, I am saying, I'm, I'm not saying that with an if. I, I'm saying I, I love all of you, and, and we are family. And, and that means that if there's something that you need that I have, then I, I will give it to you. That's that's what that looks like. Uh, and, and that's where the Lord is taking us, um, because he, he desires us to be family and, and to love as He loves, and that is as He loves, because He has promised to be our provider, our healer, our protector, to be the one thing that that we need. And uh, so I, I think I'm about empty right now. <laughs> Joy, do you have any more? control of your own schedule you can't just say wait a minute I need some time with the Lord you know but um, Dana Chandler is you know, one of the leaders and writes books and whatnot. and there was one story she was telling years ago when her children were smaller she's serving lunch to them and all of a sudden Jesus says I had a mother He he saw her heart of love, caring for her children, and he just wanted her to know, "I'm I'm with you in this." I was on the receiving end; it was beautiful. I had a mother, so everything you do, it's unto the Lord. You're changing diapers; it's unto the Lord. You know, it's somebody has colic, and you have to walk the floor all night. It's unto the Lord. That's what mom had to do for Jay. Three months walking the floor. But it's it's all given to the Lord. It's all worshipped to the Lord. It can be. Or your heart could be different. And you could be miserable. Your heart's true.
So I, I think as we close, um, if anybody would like us to pray over them, because we want to give away everything we received, because that's why we were given it, uh, then uh, we, we would like to do that. So, Lord, uh, just uh, give everything to everybody. <laughs> and we'll lay hands on you. Uh, I'd rather do it that way. So I thank you, Lord, for what you imparted to us. Uh, I thank you that we are part of the IHOP family. And I thank you that you have made us a family. Now bring forth your love in us. Jesus' name and for his glory. Amen.